Hello and welcome to the AMA Update video and podcast. Today we're talking about the most pressing public health issues and the role of physicians and the AMA in our public health response. I'm joined today by Dr. Frederick Chen, the AMA's new Chief Health and Science Officer in Chicago. I'm Todd Unger, AMA's Chief Experience Officer, also in Chicago. Welcome, Dr. Chen. Hi, Todd. Thanks for having me. Well, you're uh, you're not exactly brand new anymore, but you've uh, been with the AMA now since uh, July. And before that, you were a professor and vice chair for clinical services at the University of Washington School of Medicine. Uh, and your most recent position in a long and distinguished career that includes research, clinical practice, education, and service on a number of national committees. What made you move to the AMA? Well, I uh, and uh I will just start by saying, um, giving sort of uh, some props to my home department of family medicine at the University of Washington, where I spent uh, almost 25 years. Uh, but I'll, I'll say that after COVID, I was uh, looking for a change. Uh, I think we had all been through a lot uh, during that time, both, you know, sort of clinically and organizationally. Um, and so I was, I was looking for a bit of a change. I think um, I'd had some really great experiences with organized medicine. Uh, I'd had some great experiences with government. Uh, I'd uh, uh, been involved in sort of national level policymaking. And the AMA is just a, a, an amazing place where so many of those issues uh, sort of come together. Uh, all of the, um, the different um, topics that are facing physicians and medicine have a home here at the AMA. You know, I uh, was lucky enough to have a conversation with Dr. Shish Jha, who was uh, leading the White House cor uh, coronavirus response. And he used this term, impact at scale. And so I just can't imagine, uh, you know, uh, what kind of opportunity that would be for certainly impact at scale, at scale for you here. And what an interesting time to start at the AMA, uh, coming off uh, what has uh, just been this amazing uh, experience and devastating for so many people uh, with the pandemic. Uh, now, kind of where you sit coming in uh, uh, after that, still challenges ahead. What do you think the most pressing public health challenge is? Is it still COVID-19? Is it something else? Yeah, I think, you know, nationally and globally, I, um, uh, COVID's not finished. Uh, we're not done with it. It's not done with us. Uh, and so um, vaccinations, uh, the new boosters, um, I think those will continue to be priority areas. Uh, we've already seen new public health emergencies and uh, emerging infections, uh, gun violence, climate change, both of those uh, are, are, are hot topics right now in, in public health. But honestly, I think the biggest challenge is helping physicians, um, helping physicians interface with public health, work with public health better, uh, helping make public health information more readily available. Uh, I think that the AMA has a big role in that. And I think that's a big challenge for, for all of us. Well, that's a perfect lead into the next question, which is about the you know public health uh, infrastructure, uh, really exposed uh, problems there uh, with the pandemic. What are those gaps that we're facing right now? And I love the way that you, you know, talk about linking doctors with uh, the public health system, where's the gap and how do we fix that? Yeah, you know, the public health response to a pandemic was always going to be challenging. It was, it was never gonna be easy. 
Uh, um, and then especially so as it became so deeply politicized, um, that that's that's I think what made it especially hard for for the public health response. Um, I will uh, I'm ha I'm I'm going to talk more about sort of what we can do with physicians, but I will say that probably the biggest gap that was really exposed was that around equity and health disparities. I think it was really reflective of where we are as a society, uh, as as a as a as a planet, as a global community. Uh, these are problems that are hard to fix, um, but um, the more as we start to look at it, as we start to look at sort of what happened during the pandemic and happens every day in our neighborhoods and communities, uh, we, we're learning more and more about it and learning more and more about uh, things we can do better. Well, your background uh, includes not only clinical practice and research, but also training future physicians in family medicine, health policy, and public health. Talk about the gaps there. How do we do better? Yeah, um, you know, for over 20 years, I was involved in helping to train family doctors for rural areas in the Pacific Northwest and uh, um, the Whammy region of Washington, Wyoming, Alaska, Montana, and Idaho. Um, and I have to say, I'm, I'm just so excited um, about the future physicians um, uh, in this country. Uh, the ones especially uh, coming up now, having come up through the pandemic, having understood sort of a lot of the issues around social determinants of health, uh, many of them are really driven by these issues around social justice and, and health equity. They, it's, a, it's a common language for them. It's a common sort of um, um, uh, uh, upbringing. And so for them to come to medicine with a, a clear understanding of the link between individual patient care and what affects their communities, um, the activism and advocacy that that's part of that. That's that's really heartening. It's very exciting. I think it's something uh, new that you look to, you know, we didn't see as much of in, in, in past generations uh, of doctors. And so I'm really excited that that's a, a big part of, of medicine and medical training now. Is that just because the data wasn't there? People weren't paying attention. Why do you think at this moment in time that's happening? It's a little of both. You know, I think we're in a, we're, we've, we've been in a societal time of change, right? And and I think um, uh, some of the terms that we use now, social justice, health equity, we just, we, we didn't have those same terms before, um, you know, and and uh, when you look at the history of this country and, you know, it's really, you know, 50, 60 years of, as we continue to evolve um, and, and learn from each other uh, as we have things like, you know, uh, uh, George Floyd and the BLM movement, you know, sort of all of those pieces have really um, impacted us as a society, uh, as well as especially our young people. And, and that's who's that's who's coming into medicine. That's who's um, choosing to 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 um, apply that kind of learning to to the work of medicine. You took care of the nation. It's time for the nation to take care of you. The AMA stood by America's physicians and patients during the pandemic, and we're not stopping there. We're fixing prior authorization, leading the charge on Medicare payment reform, supporting telehealth, fighting scope creep, and reducing physician burnout. It's time to rebuild, and the AMA is ready. To learn more about the AMA recovery plan for America's physicians, go to ama-assn.org slash time to rebuild. 
So let's talk a little bit about going forward and the opportunities from the AMA. First thing, you know, this has just been an assault of bad news for the past two and a half years. And we just keep having, uh, you know, news of more variants, uh, you know, monkeypox, polio. And believe it or not, now we're hearing more about Ebola. Uh, you know, people are confused. They're tired. How do we help? Yeah, people people are tired, and I think we have to recognize that. We have to continue to celebrate uh, doctors and healthcare workers um, for for the work that that um, they've they've done and and how much we've uh, relied on them and continue to rely on them. Uh, the AMA needs is is going to really embody our mission statement, which is the betterment of public health. Right, that's a that's a a, a key core. Uh, mission uh, part of, of the AMA. And so um, for us, I think that means really helping the physicians on the ground level, um, just-in-time education, up-to-date, best information, um, links and connections to public health that um, sometimes are hard to cut, to figure out on your own so that we can help you do that. And I also think at a national level, advocacy at the uh, uh, federal level, to help doctors sort of um, practice better, right? And to, to help remove some of the barriers in their practice to, to really um, um, uh, help engage them and um, make sure they feel supported by the AMA. I, I think all, those are the, the real key pieces um, as we continue to recover from the pandemic. I wanna talk a little bit about communication, which has been one of the key challenges of this pandemic. Uh, this is a little bit of a two-parter. Why don't we just start with, you know, at the overarching level, do we need to rethink our public health me messaging strategy? And if so, what would that look like? You know, one of the things that excited me most about coming into this uh, this role is the opportunity to help renew the public's faith in science, in medicine, and in public health. And so we've got to always be true to that sort of that core mission uh, that is, has that strong foundation in, in truth and in science and in evidence, right? And so I think the, that's, I don't think we have to rethink our key uh, public health messaging, um, but we really have to uh, um, double down and reinforce this idea that we, we physicians and the AMA are the trusted source of information. Uh, both for physicians and then and then for patients. I think that's the best way that we can support our, our public health infrastructure. Do you have any kind of thoughts on how physicians should, uh, should be communicating with patients about, you know, these have been pretty extraordinarily public health challenges uh, that we've, we've faced. Any, any thoughts there? You know, um, a lot of it is our fundamentals. Like we have to remember how important it is to always be listening to the patient. Right, you've got to listen. You've got to hear about their concerns. You've got to explore. You've got to spend some time um, building that relationship. Right, that's that's uh, first year medical school stuff, and it continues to be true. So, um, you know, the key to communication, whether or not you, you know, whether uh, um, you you might be on different sides politically or right, you not see eye to eye on a lot on other issues, but listening to patients. Um, developing that relationship, and also being the expert. Uh, patients still, you know, they, they trust you as a physician. They, they expect you to be the expert and knowledgeable, um, and they expect it, the answers that you have to have a firm foundation in science 
and in medicine. And I think, and then ultimately, um, if you're listening carefully and then you're communicating clearly, right? I think that 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 those pieces go hand in hand, um, but clear communication, being clear about sort of what what the evidence is, what your recommendation is, uh, and 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 building that trust with patients. That's that's sort of um, that's that's core to what we do in in medicine. Well, just final question. I want to go back to something that you said earlier in the conversation. You talked about being optimistic, which maybe at first glance is not the word a lot of people would use coming out of this uh, situation that we've been in. Um, why do you, why are you optimistic about physicians and the future given everything we've dealt with and what seems to be kind of continuing to be put on our plate? Well, I'll say when I got my, my uh, training in epidemiology back then, nobody knew what an epidemiologist was. And so I'm, I'm, you know, that's a, that's a positive change, right? It's like people, people now appreciate and have a greater understanding of public health, right? The good, maybe some of the bad sort of, and it's, it's up to us to sort of help them help, help, um, help folks sort of understand that. And, and it's a real opportunity for strengthening public health. I think the interface with doctors, as we talked about, sort of the, the core relationship with patients and how important physicians are in communicating and engaging with public health. I think those are, that's a, it's a great opportunity. I think we've, we've, it's, you know, as we talk about what have we learned in the last couple of years, I think that's, that's a, a key piece is, is, um, is moving forward with that. Well, Dr. Chen, it's so great to have you at the AMA. I look forward to uh, seeing you create impact at scale. Uh, such a tremendous uh, opportunity and important one in public health here. Uh, thanks again for joining us today. Uh, we'll be back soon with uh, another AMA video and update. You can find all our videos and podcasts at ama-assn.org slash podcasts. Thanks for joining us today. Please take care. <laughs>